Hello and welcome in to another edition of 90 Day Hour Way. I am one half of your co-host. I am John. And I'm the other half of Lindsay. And we are happy to announce that this season is almost over as this was our last episode before the tell-all. But we had four more weddings. Uh, which was great. Couple of good ones, couple of bad ones. Well, uh, everyone got married. I know how anticlimactic. Very boring. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. So thankful this season is over. Not thankful for the next season of Happily Ever After. <laughs> um, you want to just jump right in? I have no like comments before. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll jump right into it. We'll uh we'll kick it off with everyone's favorite, uh, Bilal and Shida. Uh, so it is wedding day for these two and Bilal's sister is decorating the house for the wedding. The whole house. Yeah. The whole house. Like Uh, this cheap ass man couldn't even hire (laughs) wedding planners. Everyone in the family had a role. I know. Just hire like a company to come in and do everything for you. Um, the first thing I wrote down was, I can't believe they're getting married. I can believe it. Ugh, ugh, ugh. This girl, sorry, this woman needs to wake <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So we find out that they both signed the prenup and the additions from Shida have supposedly been put into the prenup. Uh, although she is concerned that Bilal won't be as enthusiastic as she is to start a family. I mean, obviously, it's been the drama the whole season with them was A, prenup, B, children, Pretty C, much. Bilal's an- annoying. Um, I'm going to try to limit my cursing this week. It's probably not going to happen, though. Um, I just, you know, she says that marriage will be tough, like, no, duh. You're marrying Bilal. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I mean, I think marriage is tough regardless. Of course it is. But like they had a rough 90 days. Yeah, for sure. And now they're like, let's get married in this house that my whole family decorated. And we had our wedding in our living room. <laughs> uh, true. Uh, but then we get to Shida and she's saying how... This is the moment like she's been waiting for her entire life and how she's so excited and it's like a storybook ending, which I mean, I'm happy for her in that sense. I don't think if you were writing a story, this is kind of the story you would write. But hey, to each your own. Fairy and, tales aren't real. Well, Cinderella isn't real. I mean, true. <laughs> but, Can you imagine like a... A fairy tale where it's like, once upon a time, this woman came from Trinidad and Tobago, and she met this American, and then he picked her up in a work van and brought her to this dilapidated (laughs) house, but it was a joke, ha ha, and then they argued about children and prenups for 90 days, and they still got married, happily ever after. (laughs) There you go. And I just wrapped up four months of 90 Day Fiance in (laughs) T-minus 20 seconds, so... That was fantastic. I I like it. You're welcome. Uh, So then we get to them at their like makeshift altar, I guess you would call it. Okay. No, no, no. Let's not skip this. Skip what? Blau's 
ashy ass feet on my TV. Was that at that point? Yeah, of course. He was getting ready to get married. Oh. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I that do was, not need to see his ashy ass feet. That was just a very like awkward five six seconds it like, was just why like why would they pick that to show and like him like rubbing in vaseline on his feet like <sighs> of all things to show I don't need to see that and then like i mean we'll talk about this because i know we have comments about it but then like they zoomed in on the socks at the end of it it was like a foot fetish's wet dream <laughs> at this point about Bilal. i don't know very strange but yeah so so then we get to uh, Blal and Shida at the altar. And Hold up. You're skipping what? like 17 points. All right. So Shida FaceTimes her family. Yeah. And they all start crying and it was very sweet. Yeah, I thought that was lame. I didn't think that was like a high <laughs> point to discuss. And like, she looks pens. absolutely beautiful. She does look a little different without makeup on. Yeah. Um, but she looks really, really beautiful. And now we can go to the altar, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Bilal and Shida get to the altar. And apparently, uh, in their culture, they ask three times if they want to be married. And this is for the mind, the physical, and the soul. Oh, I wrote the mind aspect and soul. Oh. Well, mind, physical, and soul. I think one of us is correct, and that that's, person that's is not me. <laughs> um, and they both say yes the three times, and now they are married. But what was funny is during all of this is my guy Yusef falls asleep. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they, like, zoom in on the, the crowd, and Bilal Sung is just straight up napping. Um. But I thought it was funny. It was like, are you sure? Do you take this man? And I wanted her so badly to be like, you asked me three times. Now I don't want to. But of course she says yes, because <laughs> that wouldn't be 90 Day Fiance. Um, and one thing that I took away is that they interviewed Bilal's kids like after. And uh, they said that like they accept Shida and they think like she's a good fit for Bilal and the house, which is like, it's nice to see. Yeah. And they said like how he has been more happy and that like Shida has a good attitude and like Lindsay said is a good addition, which is surprising. And I mean, if Bilal is more happy now, I wouldn't want to have seen him four months ago. God, no. <laughs> so that's definitely a positive. Um, and that was really it for them. Yeah, very short and sweet, which was good, I thought. But yeah, then we get to them going into the bedroom in his socks that weren't socks. Okay, hold on. Before like, what, we, what were those? Before we deep dive into this. I don't understand. So he's setting up the bedroom while, like, all of his family's still there for them to, like, do the sex. And <laughs> do the sex. Do the sex. And he's like putting rose petals and stuff. And while he's putting rose petals, he's wearing like no show socks, which like I've worn before because I'm a person that wears low sneakers. I don't know. Um, But why are you wearing them with a suit? Yeah, I've never worn those type of socks in my entire life. I just don't get like you're wearing a suit. You should wear dress socks. Yeah. Like, I've worn no-show socks, like, when I've been wearing, like, 
flats flats yeah exactly or like sneakers that are low like now I'm I'm in the ankle sock gang because I'm <laughs> I'm an old millennial I guess um and I need that support but like it was just weird that he wasn't wearing dress socks yeah just very awkward and I didn't understand once again why we had to show his feet but I was just like what the hell are these socks yeah we like we talked about it for a solid five minutes when they were like on a commercial <laughs> Just like what, like what is this? Very strange, but yeah. Overall, I would say not surprising that they got married. Hopefully, things work out. Hopefully, he keeps up with his end of the bargain in terms of the prenup for Shida, and hopefully, everything works out. I'm just happy that we didn't get like a full, like. 45 minutes of them and more drama and shit it was just like all right wedding dressed marriage bedroom feet like that's it (laughs) thank god i didn't have to hear him running his mouth again yeah it was pretty quick which was definitely uh much needed because usually we get the Bilal, you know talking around for 10 minutes about nothing and never coming to a point all right, we're going on to uh, <laughs> Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Oh my god! <laughs> so for Jabril, the, the most expensive Instagram photo shoot of anyone's <laughs> life. <laughs> so for Jabri and Miona, it is wedding day at Joshua Tree, and Jabri is feeling a lot of pressure, and he's also confused with his parents about not attending the wedding. Like, what are you confused about? Like, your mom told you she wasn't coming. Multiple times. Multiple times. And told you multiple times why she wasn't coming. And yet you're disappointed. Bro, I'm disappointed in you. For not understanding. (laughs) Oh, my God. But yeah, he has the pressure for it to look good. And also, besides Jabri's parents not coming. Yep. OG David. David. Is also not coming. Nope, he will not be there. The bandmate of Black Serbs. And also Jabri's like BFF that punched him into a coma is <laughs> not coming because of the drama with Miona. Yeah. Does this does Jabri not get that like she's pushing everyone close to him away? It's red flag 101. This is like 7th grade. <laughs> Like, oh, if your significant other is pulling you away from everyone you love, that is a red flag. I just have to say... Isolation. The funniest thing about their entire wedding, besides this whole arch drama that we'll get into, (laughs) is the fact that they have a sign that says, like, welcome to our wedding, that she obviously got at, like, a Target... Or Etsy or or Etsy or, like... I mean, Etsy is not on the same line as target but like it looked cheap it looked cheap for etsy that's why i didn't say that um but there's no one there it's literally them grandma the photographer and then good old igor yeah boy our boy with the arch (laughs) so yeah so yeah we find out that miona is really big about having this arch so igor is picking up the arch and bringing it to joshua tree uh, we also find out that Jabri needs to write his vows and try his suit on. Uh, my guy, it's the day of the wedding. 
like you should already have tried your suit on and you should have already written your vows and the arch should either have been there already if it was this big of a deal or made sure that it was getting there the morning of. So even if he's running late, it gets there in the afternoon or early evening. No, no, no. But Igor's picking it up. Like Igor <laughs> is taking care of it. Yes. But everything is about the photos. Like you can't do the wedding without the arch. You can't do this without the photo. You can't do that without the sun light or this or that. It's just, like I said, a glorified Instagram photo shoot. And, I mean, that's what their whole wedding is about. I mean, it's two narcissistic people getting married, so it shouldn't surprise me. But, I don't know. I thought there was more than just taking Instagram photos. Yeah, and, like, during this whole time, like, every time Yona's like, well, this is my wedding and this is my day. And, like, yeah. like This is my wedding. We understand. We, like, we get it and we know that. Like, you don't have to constantly remind everyone of that and constantly be harping on the fact that it's your wedding, it's your day, everything needs to go your way. Like, everybody understands this already. Like, you don't need to constantly remind everyone and be all bent out of shape about it. And then... Not only is this arch that Igor is picking up is running late, but their next door neighbor of their Airbnb has a retro car. Yeah, the truck. That he is willing to give Jabri and Miona so they can take pictures in it. But like they don't know what the deal is with the car either. Yeah, no. And I literally just wrote, <laughs> what is going on? Like, what is going on? So, okay, so Igor's, like, running late. He's two hours away, which means, like, he hasn't left his house yet. He's leaving L.A. now. <laughs> um, and Grandma gives some truth. Grandma is like, you know, you just need to, like, realize you don't always get what you want. The arch isn't going to be here. We're going to run out of sunlight. Like, we got to get married. And then, lo and behold, Igor is ten minutes away. Yeah, and then... During during this scene and during that time as well, we also find out about Miona and her dress. So she found the dress randomly online and it just so happened to be by a Russian designer. And Miona, while she's saying this, is stating, you know, how Lindsay alluded to earlier as well, like how she has to have photos of everything because she has to document everything and yeah, she, she has had to have this, it like, for her family. She had this like sob story about like how her parents, she always thought her parents just got married at a courthouse. But then her dad said that, no, they got married, but they had a fire and it. All the pictures all burned. All the pictures burned. So they don't have anything from the wedding. So she wants to take pictures to, you know, really remember the day. And it's like, no, you want to take pictures. So you get likes on Instagram. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, so Igor shows up. Good old Igor. Okay, Igor is deaf, everyone. Wish TLC like told us this before we were like, where the fuck is Igor? Yeah. Uh, kind of felt bad. He does look like a mad scientist, though. He does. He looks very LA, though, like with the hair. Yeah. So From like every like mad scientist like book or movie or infomercial that you watched in like high school and stuff with like the crazy hair (laughs) like that's exactly what i envision is how igor looks um so when i wrote is igor is almost there david could never (laughs) 
They viewed would fuck that up. And then <laughs> when he gets there, it's like Jabri's like, this is the arch? It literally was two pieces of plywood that made a triangle. Yeah, it was like a two by two two by fours that were just painted white. Like go in the <laughs> desert and get like a piece of bark and put them together. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. It was just so funny that like this is the this is what they were waiting for is like this little thing. And Jabri's like, everything has got to be perfect for Miona. And like, now that we have the arch, like everything is perfect. And it was just, it was just a little ridiculous. So um, they start the ceremony and it starts with Jabri lighting sage and them like inhaling it. Yeah. Which I don't think is that safe. Probably not. Um, And walking down the aisle together. And then when they're walking down the aisle together... Jabri starts playing his Thousand Miles song or whatever the hell it's He wrote a country song called A Thousand Miles. Does he know this is already a song? I don't think so. It's also on Spotify now and Apple Music if you're looking for it. What, Jabri's song? Yeah, let me see if I can find (laughs) it real quick while we're talking. No, but yeah, A Thousand Miles is already a song. It's a great song, by the way, and it's in White Chicks, so way better. Is that the song? When they're in the convertible. Oh, it is called the thousand. Yes. I'm just <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Um, All right, hold on, hold on. I found it. Okay, great. You okay. can turn it off now. Thank I you. I won't give him any more plays. Um. So then we get to their vows. His vows were just such a joke. They were slam poetry. Like that was a joke. He rhymed everything. And he said it like he was doing a slam poetry on a Friday night on a, uh, on a snaps for Jabri, <laughs> snaps for Jabri. That was just like so awkward. I thought, and she was like all about it, and I was like, th- "You're into this? Like, why are you into this?" And she was crying. She was crying. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Personally. I don't know. So they like wrap up their thing and they kiss and they get all their stupid ass Instagram photos. Um, and then they ride off in this like old school Ford. Yeah, truck. that was the truck they were the waiting truck came. for. The vintage truck they were waiting for. Um, and that's about it. I don't know. Really hope I never have to see them on my TV again. I know the tell all, but I swear to God at TLC. Do not put them on Happily Ever After. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And Grandma was saying how she just wants them to love each other and to have fun. Because otherwise, why else are we doing this? It's true. That's wise words from Grandma. I will say... She was the MVP of the episode. Grandma was the second best officiant (laughs) of the day. (laughs) And we'll we'll get get to that. We'll get to the best one. Uh, oh, quite, but literally, like, I was like, what is she wearing? Like, she was just hanging out in, like, yeah. what she, like, was Typically wearing. wears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, yeah, second best. First best. Uh, we're going to head over there. So, we're going to go to Orlando, and we're going to Patrick and Thais. Um, so, they're still talking to... Carlos. Is that his name? Yes. Carlos. I don't know. I just keep calling him Thais's dad. <laughs> um, still call, talking to Thais's dad. Um, and 
well, we ended this last episode where he doesn't give his blessing um, and says that they should be with people in their own country. And then he kind of says, like, you know, I've only met you a couple times, like this and that. And Patrick admits that, like, he dropped the ball and should have made a better effort, like, to get to know her dad more. Um, And he just really, from this call, wants to earn his respect more so than blessing at this point. Yeah, and during that, too, like, when Carlos was saying about, like, you know, find people in your own country and stuff, and Patrick is like, well, like, love is too complicated to understand, like... I mean, it's true. Yeah, like, they love each other. I think we've seen that over the last couple months with their story, and sometimes it, it just is complicated, and their situation is a little complicated, um... And then Carlos kind of ends it with that he's not happy with Thais. He has his doubts. But ultimately, it's her decision. And if she does go through with it, he hopes that Patrick and Thais prove him wrong. Yeah. And Patrick says, like, they'll go back every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I read on Twitter that he also said, like, they'll ha- like her dad wants them to have a wedding in Brazil. Yeah. Um, so all her family and friends could be there. So sounds like they're on the right track. Um, but he doesn't get the blessing. No, no. And even at the end of the call, uh, Thais still wants to get married. So with that, then we get to the wedding day. So they show up at this like ranch thing. Yeah, it was a little awkward. I don't think it was in Orlando. It was more like... But isn't that where they said they were going? Yeah, I think it was in Central Florida. But I think it was, like, outside of Orlando. All right. Fair enough. Um, Like, Lakeland, maybe. Or DeLand. Um, sorry, we're laughing. Um, And they, like, go. They meet their wedding planner. And then, like, Thais goes to her room. And Patrick goes to his room. And Patrick, first thing he does, starts practicing their first dance. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. That was amazing. A Brazilian dance. And... <laughs> Patrick, oh man, he just looked terrible doing it, I thought. And his hair is all disheveled. Like, you could tell his, like, bald spots. Like, yeah. I wrote down he needed some some hair love. Yeah, oh yeah, for um, sure. He was, he was struggling a little bit, but... I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, during, like, right before that, even as they got there, and they're heading into the rooms, like, Thais was saying how she still has some doubts and that Patrick is controlling... And the fact that her dad did not give the blessing, like, still weighs on her. I don't understand how Patrick's controlling. Let's go to that really quick. That's what she said. Because he just planned the wedding. Because he just said, hey, let's go to Miami and I'll take you on a yacht. Or because he don't want to buy a fucking, sorry, $1,000 pillow. I think controlling in the sense that her, like, the final decision is his regardless. Like, he's, he even kind of said that, I forget what episode, it was like two or three episodes ago, but he was like, I think it was when he was like throwing the money at her. Oh, yeah. But he was saying like how he's paying for it. So I mean, is he wrong? He has to say. No, but he's not wrong. But I think that's why like she is saying like why he's controlling because he's paying for it. So it's like his decision. No, I get it. But when I hear controlling, I think of like people that are like 
Oh, you, you can't hang out with your friends. Yeah. Oh, you can't go here. You can't do this. You, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it might be one of those like nuance, like language barrier mm, gotcha. type of things from Portuguese to English. Yeah. Whereas like controlling for them might be a little different than controlling for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I could see it in the sense of like, he wants to do something, so they do it. So it's like he's the, always like the final decision maker. Like she doesn't have a say. Yeah. Like, hey, I want A, I want B. Well, I'm paying, so we're doing A. Well, yeah. I, and I mean, them going to Miami, even though like they went on a yacht. like Yeah, he never really asked, like, hey, do you want to go to Miami yeah, and do this, yeah. that, and the other thing? I get you. I get you. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think she's coming from. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I get it. I was just like, I don't know. That word like just <laughs> triggers me, yeah. I think. So I'm like, eh, I don't know about No, this. for sure. Especially in relationships. Yeah. So. But yeah, so we hear that. Um, how she said her dad didn't give the blessing, so it's still weighing on her. Uh, her family is going to be watching via Zoom, and it's really hard that she doesn't have anybody there like by her side. So that's why she invited Kayla and Andina, Andia. You get all of the names. I try. I try. It's I, definitely Kayla, and I want to say that I'm pronouncing it right and saying and Andinia, but how, how I don't do you, know. How do you spell it? I think it was spelled A-N-D-I-N-A. A-N-D-I-N-A. Yeah, I think. Andina? Yeah. Yeah. But like those Andy- are her... Those yeah. are her two friends from Dallas. Yeah, the ones that came to the party that yeah. she didn't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there. And then, yeah, John was practicing. Uh, not John. Patrick was practicing <laughs> the Brazilian dance. Imagine John. But, but no, but then John and Wagner walk in and they're like, what are you doing? And let me tell you, John, he looks very bald. Like he got a fresh, fresh he shave. Bicked his hair that morning he went in there like just had it done like seconds ago yeah yeah yeah. like he bicked it um but so they're like talking to him and patrick tells them like hey like her dad didn't um her dad didn't bless us or like didn't give me my blood or give me give us his blessing yep. and john goes the father hates my brother <laughs> her father He's incredible. His his mannerisms too, like that they're just man, they're just perfect. If he is not on the single life, you're doing it wrong, TLC. Yeah, you are he's doing gotta be. it wrong. Gotta be, gotta be. The father. <laughs> um but then um Yeah, we get back to Thais. Yep. And she's saying like this isn't necessarily like my dream and what I wanted my dad to be here and walk me down the aisle and to give, you know, his blessing for everything. And it like keeps coming back to like that whole scenario, which I understand. Like she wants more of uh, I guess like more formal with like her dad walking her down the aisle. Yeah. Like, she all that wants type of like, stuff. like we went through this with Eva Mohammed, like Eve wanted the whole wedding where it's, a party and all of your family and friends are there whereas he just wanted the green card um so it sounds like the same thing that like you know patrick wanted a wedding but it's not what thais wanted and i guess that goes back to like the whole control thing yeah exactly um but they need to get married in the united states so (laughs) um but thais puts her wedding dress on and she looks so beautiful and so elegant 
and I'm so jealous <laughs> because that woman is perfect. <laughs> what are you about to cry? Yeah, because I'll never look like that. Oh, would you stop? Um, Her dress too, though, is just very like simplistic. Yes. Like there wasn't like crazy like rhinestones and like all that type of stuff yeah, that people right, added. Miona, in. Yeah, it was just very just like plain, and her hair was very just like how I would like my hair at our wedding eventually. Like very like curls, but not like crazy yeah, out there, and like kind of half up, half down, but not really, and not too yeah. poofy. It, she looked very very beautiful. Um, so we get to the wedding. My favorite <laughs> part of this entire episode so i just gotta say that i wish i had gotten the gucci sweatsuit memo i know like i could have we could have worn it during the episode because it would have been dope to join in on the gucci sweatsuit (laughs) (laughs) and i definitely would have drove up to the orlando area In my Gucci sweatsuit and attended the wedding you if I was invited. You think they went to the outlets that are like right near No, <laughs> no. He probably, I don't know. But like pro- who is he? I think he's one of like Patrick's like cousins or something. Oh my God. So the officiant is legitimately wearing a tan beige Gucci sweatsuit. Yep. Top and bottom. Yep. Full on sunglasses. Does the entire wedding with his hands in his pocket. Honestly, the best wedding I've ever seen. It was hysterical that he didn't, like, (laughs) that he wore that to officiate the wedding, like, and didn't even take the sunglasses off. Did not take the sunglasses, or take his hands out of his pocket. (laughs) It was just hilarious. I felt like I was at, like, the mafia, like, funeral. Like, where everyone's just, like, wearing these Gucci-ass sweatsuits, which, by the way, I can say this shit because I'm from Brooklyn, so don't come for me, <laughs> where they're wearing, like, Gucci-ass sweatsuits with the sunglasses on and just, like, don't say anything, and it, it's, you know, you kiss on the cheek and that's it. Yeah. And or- <laughs> mind you, do you hear this Brooklyn accent coming out when I start talking about that? <laughs> I've lived through this, okay? Or it's like they're in the back of the restaurant or something, <laughs> like doing a little ceremony. Yeah. Like, this is wild. It's just pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> uh, it shows like Thais really loves Patrick and wants to be with him. Um, and dad joins the Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Which I think was big. They were all watching via Zoom, um, and so they end up getting married. They do, and it you know they really are in love. Um, it seems like, and the best part of their wedding, though, besides the Gucci sweatsuit, was he was like, "Can we get the rings?" And John's like, "Here's your rings. <laughs> Here's Thais's. You know, it's rings." Yeah, he like doesn't even look at her. I Just very know. like. Quick, quick and easy, like throwing them in there. So, yeah. So they get married. The first thing out of their mouth after they're married or the first thing out of Thais's mouth when they're married is John's moving out. <laughs> it's like, damn. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and also uh, once the wedding, well, once like the the ceremony's over, John, they interview John and he doesn't think think that things are going to get easier but they do love each other and that's really what matters. So I think from where we started in terms of Thais and John specifically, their relationship has gotten much better than it was. And now it's at like a tolerable state 
but she also wants him out of the house as soon as humanly possible so that inside the house, it's just her, Patrick, and the little rat dog. I thought it was super sweet how he was like, they do love each other, like all this stuff. And right away, it's like, you're evicted. Get (laughs) out. (laughs) It was pretty ridiculous. Um, Um, But that's with them. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. It'll just be interesting to see why, where uh, John is living in six months. I know, with the tell-all, I, I hope they disclose where he's living. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so let's go to our last couple of last the evening. Wedding. The last wedding, and that is Emily and our guy, Kobe. So it's wedding day. Emily, once again, is questioning everything. She says how last night was awful and emotional and they haven't spoken since. And she's super upset with herself because she overreacted. And I was just like, yes, finally. Finally, she realizes she overreacts about everything. And you just love to see it. Okay, but she admits that she overreacts and she ends up calling Kobe and says that she feels bad about the fight. But there's never an apology. Yeah, I never even caught that. There is never an apology. There is never, I'm sorry we fought. I'm sorry for the way I acted. I'm sorry for questioning you. It was just, I feel bad that we fought. Yeah, she... she Gaslight 101. (laughs) She admitted that she jumps to conclusions and she's got to work on things. Never apologizes. And Kobe's just like, oh, what took you so long? (laughs) Um, And... Emily says she's excited to get married and to continue the life that they have with Coben. And Kobe was like, I didn't even think there was going to be a wedding. So yeah, he he was surprised they were still getting married. Uh, but he he is very happy to see that Emily has recognized and admitted that she's overreacting about things. Yeah. So then we get to them like getting ready for the wedding. Um, Coben looks like a rock star. He had like a little man bun kind of thing and he looked so freaking cute. And (laughs) Emily is getting ready with her mom and her sister and her friends. And, you know, Emily admits now that she knows she's been rough on her parents and she really appreciates them, which I'm like, wow, this girl is turning on turning over a new leaf, which doesn't, you know, stay. (laughs) And then we go over to Kobe in his Homewood Suites uh, he's with Temperature and another one of his friends that I didn't get their his name. Yeah, I didn't get his name either. Um, Kobe's in his tidy whities again. <laughs> and this is what I wrote. First episode, Kobe in his undies. Last episode, Kobe in his undies. Well, he was an underwear model. Why? I guess so. And then it looks like on the tell-all we get him in his undies. Yeah, he wants to show everyone that he can still be an underwear model. He should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Some some crazy white women oh, would go yeah. would go wild for Kobe. Um, temperatures is best man, which I thought was the greatest gift to ever happen. <laughs> not a lot of temperature this week though. No, not not much. Just very minimal. Minimal uh, temperature, mild temperature. And then I said he looks swag. He looked he's honestly the best dress groom of the season with like a white tux with the black lapels. He looked fire. Um, and it was a nice suit jacket. It was. I told you, like, okay, so Jonathan wants to get married in a white suit. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Um, I told him if he got married in a white suit with the black lapels, like we could talk, but all white, maybe. <laughs> um, so then Emily's dad comes to the room. Do you want to take over? Uh, David. Yeah. So our guy, David comes over and David says how he had a lot of doubts, but that he loves Kobe like a son. And this is going to be a great day. And yeah. that it really hurts um, Kobe that David doesn't know about the pregnancy. So I guess when Emily and Kobe first got together, when Emily came back to the United States and was pregnant, Kobe sent David a letter just expressing how much he loves Emily and, you know, asked his permission to marry her. And David sent a letter back. Um, and I guess David gave him a gift, a personal gift um, yeah, I wonder that what we it was. never saw. Um, and they both just started like hysterically crying. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to know what it is, but also it's probably something very personal. So we probably shouldn't know what it is. I saw this meme or this tweet and like people were saying... <laughs> It was a condom, so it was like, don't have any <laughs> How ironic. Um, so then, you know, dad, dad, that's what I wrote. David says he loves loves Kobe like his own son, like Jonathan yep. said. Um, and then, you know, Kobe is pretty much having an anxiety attack. Yeah, like he tells David um, like how he appreciates everything from the family and He's never had a moment like this with his own father, which is like kind of sad. Yeah, it's really sad. But now he, you know, views David kind of like a father figure. And they both say like how they're happy to be a part of this family. And Kobe was pretty funny in saying that like, well, David is my father in the States. Yeah, I mean, he is though. Um, and, you know, Kobe doesn't tell david because he doesn't want emily to lose her trust in him which like i do agree with that i don't think that like i think they both should disclose it not just like kobe tell him right before the wedding um and then they get married (laughs) and then they get married in like this weird like hall or something and like legit i don't know if you guys have these but like american legions is essentially where like veterans can go and like hang out with each other yeah and just like drink and bullshit yeah yeah so like you can rent out those spaces i know in new york at least for like parties like Mm -hmm. i've been to like a a one-year-old's birthday party before (laughs) at that that's legit what it looked like they were like cinder blocks and it looked like the basement of a school yeah yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too like the basement of something but it was a little bit of an odd setup but hey as long as everyone everyone is there that's kind of all that matters um but then once they're married they pan to uh to emily's parents and they're just like crazy to think emily is somebody's wife now (laughs) And <laughs> they're like, we can't wait for them to move out and be on their own. And yeah, man, little do you know, parents. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we get to Kobe and he's like super excited now to tell David and Lisa like right away about the pregnancies. Like, oh, we got to tell him like right away. And uh, Emily obviously <laughs> rolls her eyes at that. She rolls her eyes during the fucking ceremony. Like, just be happy yeah, once. She she just can't like she can't give it a rest. 
Um, so then the last thing we see with them is there's five, it's five days later, um, and they have decided they're going to tell Emily's parents about the pregnancy. So they go upstairs, um, they're eating dinner and Kobe's like, we have to tell you guys something. (laughs) And it's super awkward. And he's like, Emily's pregnant. And it's super, super <laughs> awkward. And then dad's like, how far along? And she's like, oh, 10 weeks. Yeah. And he's like, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, over over two months, we've been keeping this a secret from you. Um, and then they show Emily's sister, too. And she's saying how she thinks that Emily takes advantage of her parents. I'm clapping for Emily's sister because finally... <laughs> But she should fucking say this to her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she she should. But also, like, I think uh, Emily's sister is kind of a bitch, too. Like, well, she kind of resents Emily because Emily gets everything from her yeah, parents. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, And then poor David, he pretty yeah. much says, like, he was going to retire in a year and a half. And that's obviously <laughs> yeah, they, not happening. They wanted to travel and do things. And he's like, well, I can't retire now. I got to support another fucking kid. He's like, what are you going to do? You can't work. You're not going to be able to work yet. But Kobe does say that he's going to make sure he can provide for his family. And I firmly believe that, like, mm-hmm. the day he's able to start working, he's just going to go and work, like, 50, 60 hours a week. Oh, yeah. And Emily will either not work or work part time. But, but my whole thing is, like, her dad says, like, oh, you can't work. Or, like, you you won't be able to work to Emily. Yeah. And it's like, isn't she a nanny? Like, you can work yeah. probably till, like, eight, nine months. Yeah. You could, yeah. I guess, like, seven or eight months. Like, probably. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Um, And then that wraps it up. Yeah, that was pretty much all for those episodes. So we got, you know, some weddings in there. Some was, all. Well, I'm saying like specifically from Sunday, uh, gotcha. from Sunday yeah, night's yeah, yeah. episode. So the rest of the weddings. Um, but yeah. And then next week is our tell-all. Two-part tell-all, which we all knew if you know how to count a calendar. Um <laughs> Wow. I'm just saying because they release when Happily Ever After is coming on. So then you have to think there's two weeks to yeah. part tell all. Um, and pretty much it just seems like Jabri wants his, an additional 15 minutes of fame from this tell all. Um, Jabri is fighting with Ari, um, which I guess Ari says that his parents are jealous. Yeah. And Jabri's like, well, you're the jealous one because, yeah. you know, he's 12 years old. You're the old. most jealous person on here. And she's like, well, yeah. So don't you think I'd be able to identify it? Fucking idiot. <laughs> um, Ari puts Bilal in his place. And then it really looks like everyone jumps at Bilal. Yeah. And Patrick is like, oh, this is sales 101. Yeah, like, like he's a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that. Bilal just talks around until like you're just exhausted and you're just like, okay, whatever, bro. And then it looks like Gara uh starts yelling at Benny about his sisters and then Guillermo jumps in and says that's fucked up. So if Guillermo says it, you know it's real. Oh yeah. We in Guillermo we trust. I'm gonna make a shirt like that. Ooh. Um and then John good old John um comes on and I guess he starts yelling at Jabri and Sparkles. Sparkles, Mr. Sparkles over here. 
Um, and then it looks like they like fight on stage and then they take a break and they're backstage and then they start and then Jabri says he's not going on stage if John's going on stage and it's like just shut the fuck up Jabri like grow up like no one cares um <laughs> and then Shida doesn't want to look at Shahida yeah when she's on the stage which like you know there's drama there yeah it's got something either to do with the kids the prenup situation or her trying to get back with Bilal Something is going on. One of those. But she's married with another kid. So I didn't think it was the last thing. But I think it's something with their Maybe. kids. Maybe. Yeah. Some, some, Something is going on, though. And we need to get to the bottom of it. And I hope we do. We definitely will. Hello. Sean Robinson is hosting. We always do. Yeah, but I don't know. I know. Sometimes Lately, she's, a little, like, she's a little lackadaisical uh, with the questions. I sometimes. will say because of COVID, she's been like pretty tame with the questions but it looks like they like have the og setup now or like which i think like is better. some what of a setup so it, i think it'll be a lot better um okay what would you rate this season uh on what a scale of one to ten yeah i don't know like a six all right it i was, was gonna a- say i was like i'm down the middle it was all right it. It, w- it wasn't one of my like favorite seasons it wasn't one of the worst seasons it was somewhere in between i think coming off of that phenomenal season of before the 90 with with jasmine G- gino. and gino <laughs> and caleb and the oh, racist and like all that stuff that i think it was hard to live up to that and then we all know that happily ever after is just gonna be trash can so um, yeah, I'd give it like a five. Yeah, it was it was average. There were some high points, uh, some good one-liners. John was great. Honestly, he- John made the season. If it wasn't for John and then the Gucci sweatsuit at the end, would have been done with their... Gu- Guillermo their- was oh, great. Guillermo. And then obviously, anytime you get to see Benny, like, that's good. Who so. was like your MVP of the season? I think it has to be John. Yeah? Like, I... I mean, it's either it's either John or I think Jabri's grandma. Oh, Grandma Jabri is pretty like dope. low low key. Like she just tells it like it is. Yeah, so I agree with that. That's a good I would one. say I would say one of one of the two of them. I was gonna say probably either Janice and and uh, what's his name. What's Fred. Fred. I was it, it's Fred, it's right? Fred. Um, just like paying a whole year of rent for Ari and Benny. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd probably be my choice. And then, who is your favorite and least favorite of the couples? Just characters. <laughs> um, for least favorite, there's a tie. Oh, Blau and Jabri. No. Oh, Jabri and Miona. <laughs> Blau and Miona. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then my favorite, I think we all know what yeah. my is, obviously. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, um, what's his name? Ari's, uh, Leandro. Leandro. Oh, Least favorite. Yeah. Least favorite character of the season by far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... And I forgot then, all of the shab. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it wasn't like as bad yeah. as you think. But he was definitely the worst character. Best character is probably 
Benny or Benny's trainer at the UFC gym, the huge black dude. I was going to ask. He's like, get the, out of my gym. The guy or the woman who already no. was like, what are you doing in her matching fucking legging set? <laughs> um, Fabletics coming at you. I will say, actually, the real MVP was all of the kids. Yeah, I mean, the kids are great. Avi and Coben. Ugh, cuties. Um, besides that, that's really it for the season of 90 Day Fiance. Um, we do have the two-part tell-all like John was talking about earlier, but we really appreciate you guys listening in with us this season. Uh, we will be covering Happily Ever After with some caveats, which I'm not going to repeat again because what are you doing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like <laughs> echoing or anything. I was messing around with the headphones. Um, but thanks for tuning in and thanks for being part of this. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, leave some comments, some reviews. Follow us on Instagram, 90 day underscore our way. Uh, really going to be doing some marketing for that, I would say, with the tell all. But having a lot of fun. I can't believe we've been doing this for four months. Um, but thanks for joining us. And then side note, because he's never going to plug his own stuff. If you guys are into sports at all or sports gambling, John has his own solo podcast called the JK pod. Um, you can find it on all your streaming apps as well as the JK pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, he's really good. He talks about his stats or, you know, stats about sports and then also betting odds, uh, obviously really heavy into baseball and I would say football coming up. Um, but he knows his shit. So you should give him a listen cause he works really hard and I'm a really supportive girlfriend. Woo! So again, thank you so much. That was great. You're welcome. Um, you told me you would pay me if I did your marketing, <laughs> so I just did it. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.